Hello, I'm Father Matt Allman, and I'm speaking with you today from the Redemptorist Novitiate in Tlapitzahuac, Mexico. In the Gospel, Christ gives us some advice about what seat to take when we're invited to a banquet, and he tells us that those who exalt themselves will be humbled, while those who humble themselves will be exalted. And while this isn't a reading purposely chosen for today's memorial of St. Charles Borromeo, it actually works very well. Charles Borromeo was born into a wealthy and powerful family in northern Italy in the 16th century, and he was a man with countless opportunities to exalt himself. The amount of power and influence that were placed in Charles's hand as a young man seem astounding to us today. Charles was given lordship of a rich Benedictine abbey when he was just 12 years old, but he insisted that after the expenses of his education were guaranteed, all the revenues of the abbey were to be used as the patrimony of the poor, not for his personal gain. This care for the poor and the good of the church became a pattern for Charles's later action, too. Charles's uncle became the Pope, Pope Pius IV, when Charles was just 21 years old. And as a favorite nephew of the Pope, Charles was made a cardinal, despite his not even being a priest. Charles's Pope uncle showered titles and responsibilities on him. But rather than letting all of these go to his head and just enjoying the prestige and power that were given to him, Charles took his responsibilities seriously, and he devoted himself to carrying out all his new stewardship as faithfully as he could. He was largely responsible for organizing the final sessions of the Council of Trent, and he was a driving force behind many of that council's documents. He was particularly responsible for the catechism that would become the basis for Catholic catechesis for the next 400 years. And this was all while Charles was still in the first half of his 20s and not a priest. Charles finally became a priest and a bishop three months later at the age of 25. After his uncle, the Pope, died, Charles was finally able to leave Rome to fully devote himself to his work as a reforming bishop in his see of Milan. There he reorganized the clergy, he set up a seminary, and he became a model for the best of what a bishop could be in the Tridentine Church. Charles Borromeo was a man with incredible privilege who was continually exalted by the world and the church around him, yet he consistently sought to be a good steward, humbly putting his talents and resources at the service of the church, the gospel, and the poor. I found my personal connection with St. Charles Borromeo many years ago when I briefly lived in Rome. During his time as cardinal, St. Charles was the titular cardinal of the ancient church of Santa Prasede, a beautiful little church just around the corner from our current Redemptorist mother house. I used to visit Santa Prasede often and was always inspired by the large relic of St. Charles Borromeo that was displayed there publicly in a side chapel dedicated to him. Unlike so many relics, it wasn't a bone or a lock of hair or even some copy of the catechism that he wrote, but instead it was a big wooden board. It was a tabletop that the great and powerful Cardinal Charles Borromeo had used to serve the poor. Charles Borromeo was a man invited to the highest spots at any banquet, but he made sure he continually took the time to humble himself and serve the poorest.
May we always live our lives with spirits of humble service. And may St. Charles Borromeo's choice to serve selflessly and put all his resources and talents at the service of the church and the world inspire us to do the same. May God bless you today and always. Amen.